Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. And I'm really excited about today's show. I'm just a little bit nervous because I've really put some pressure on myself. But there is no pressure. It's just going to be what it's going to be. I've made a really big statement about this show. I've actually made the statement that I believe that this is the most important radio show I've ever done. And I really, truly feel that. And, of course, that might be subjective after listening to other shows in this show. That may not resonate as much for you, but it certainly does for me. And the reason that I wanted to put forward today's radio show, it's a question and answer show. And I actually believe that this particular question, what comes first, emotions or outcomes, is really the key to our entire life. And I don't make that statement lightly. And I hope that after listening to this radio show that you will understand why I'm really quite passionate about this question and the answer to this question. So let's just go through the details of this show today. So in this show today, I want to answer this question. And I believe the answer is very important I actually believe that the answer to this question is so important that this may be the most important radio show I've ever done. Now, the information in this show is about your pain, your emotions, and the outcomes in your life and how they are all intricately connected. So through listening to this show, you can understand how when we are stressed, how we're often totally in reaction and we are therefore powerless in trying to create different outcomes. So this show will explain to you so much about emotional mastery and how everything in life, in fact, every outcome you desire depends on it. So in this show, you can learn how to turn your entire life experience around from what you don't want to happen to what you do want to happen. So one of the prompts for me to do this show today was actually in relation to the last article that I put out through my blog last week in New Life, which was about nothing is real with someone who is false. Now, what was really interesting about this was that later on in the post comments that came through, the people that really read the article and understood the intention behind it had the understanding that this article was referring to us getting real. It was about understanding our ability and our necessity to be honest with ourselves in order to create a, a, a great life free of narcissistic abuse. Now, at the time when the article first went out, I was really quite shocked that initially the people who were responding to the article had completely missed that point. 
And they're all about being focused on the narcissist not being real rather than taking their necessary personal responsibility for, the, for themselves. So, you know, I was replying to posts and then a lot of the posts were really turning around and people were getting it. But initially, you know, I was really quite shocked that the message was missed. But then when I went away and reflected and I did my own quantum freedom healing clearing on it and got to my own inner truth about it, I really did remember how back then when I was really in a powerless state, I remembered how painful it is and I remembered how powerless I once felt and I remembered that before I did the switch into taking personal responsibility in my narcissistic abuse experience and after it, I was getting sicker and sicker and more and more broken and the more I looked to the outside, the worse it all got. Because back then, and I am talking specifically at the moment about narcissistic abuse, back then, the more stressed I was, the more in pain I was, the narcissist certainly did not roll over and change from a horrific abuser into loving, respectful partner. And the more I tried to fix things or change things without taking responsibility for my own emotions, the worse it was happening, the worse Things happen, I was being narcissistically abused horrifically and I was as well also being terrorised by my own horrific peptide addiction to the pain and the powerlessness. And those of you that have watched my YouTube videos you will ha or also have been working through your recovery at a deeper level, you understand and know what peptide addiction is all about. And it's a horrible place when we're in that place and we don't know how to break the cycle. Now, in regard to my previous life before taking personal responsibility of my own emotional mastery, it certainly was not just the narcissistic abuse experience that I'd be experiencing powerlessness in. I was very much living the surface level uh, existence in life, which was that if things happened to me that hurt me, of course I'm going to react with pain. I didn't understand at that point in my life how I could change that. I didn't understand what it was actually producing and I just thought it was just what we do in life. Now, what I understand and I've deeply understood for a long time and what I view so often is the number one block that I consistently see in relation to people wanting to change their life wanting to heal and wanting to create different outcomes in their life is this belief. And it's the belief that your emotions can only change if things change in your outer world. So this is the belief that your painful, shattered, frustrated feelings regarding what has happened to you can only get better if it changes on the outside. So I am going to use the example of narcissistic abuse because I understand obviously that most of my community that listens to this radio show has been or is involved in recovery in narcissistic abuse. And really to me, it is the highlight of when somebody that you wanted to love is lining you up and maliciously tearing you apart and providing everything that is not love while you're trying to love them is probably the most painful emotional experience anyone can go through. 
So it's a, a really good benchmark to use in what I'm talking about in this radio show. But this radio show, it's important to understand it relates to everything in your life. It's just that narcissistic abuse is the big standout highlight thing that we can look at. So that's how I'm going to use this show today. So, you know, when we have been narcissistically abused, our belief initially is I can only get better, which relates to my emotions being more stable and more healthy if he or she stops doing what is happening, if somehow I can make this person accountable, if somehow I can get the authorities to intervene, if somehow I can get justice, or if I just keep hating, blaming and obsessing and talking about it, or if I can find out about as much as narcissism as I can to arm myself against it ever happening again, or maybe if I can just meet someone who is going to love me and take over that place where the narcissist wasn't real, give me a real love and help stop my pain. Now, please know all of these things are not you taking the responsibility to emotionally heal yourself. And I know that when we are terrorized, incensed, devastated and in intense pain and fear, we react. That's our normal human reaction. We react to it. And we try to make something different happen so that our agony can stop. So when we're thrown into reaction, we panic, we hurt, we try to make things happen. And I know all of these feelings and I know how distinctly normal and human they are. So please understand that I do understand them entirely. I live them. I lived them not just with the narcissist. I was in reaction in my entire life. And I am not judging these reactions as wrong. I'm really not. I am simply observing and wanting to give you the information to understand your reactions don't work. Given where you want to go and what you want to create when you're in reaction, it doesn't work. And please, and I'm going to explain why you're going to get so much information in this show as to understand why what I'm saying has substance and why it is truth. So please, let's just look at the goal of where we need to. And the goal is to get well in any area of our life that's not working for us, that's hurting us, that we're frustrated or blocked with. In order to get well, the following is your number one formula to understand. And because without this essential starting point, you will simply keep trying to stop the pain without healing the intense pain while you're in reaction. And you can only create more and more pain from this place. And I know, I tried it. Absolutely, I tried it. I threw everything I had at trying to change circumstances while being in my shell-shattered anguish. And the thing is, and I say this humbly, I'm a very intelligent, creative and capable pe person, as many narcissistically abused people are. And I have seen more people than you could imagine trying to operate in the normal human mo mode, which is pain and reaction, against narcissists. And I promise you, I have never seen one example of it working to create a healthy recovery or healthy outcomes. 
And I promise you that. So the reality is that the formula we need to understand is that the change of your emotions has to happen before your outcome is going to change. And that might sound really simple. But then when we think about it, it's actually not simple when we are stuck in the mode of operation of normal human reaction because we don't believe we can do that. We don't believe we have emotional mastery in relation to the outside regardless of what is happening. So we don't strive for it. We just keep trying to feel better and get different outcomes while we're in reaction. So let's have a look at understanding how your life does not work when you are in anguish. So think about this, and I really want you to think about this. Has anything you have ever tried to fix in your life work when you are attacking it whilst being in emotional disarray? And you need to understand, because you may go to the example of, okay, well, what about adrenaline? What about when we get a shot of adrenaline and it's survival and we run off that shot of adrenaline? Now, in that instance, I totally agree with reaction. So let's say, for example, if we were standing at the edge of a cliff and we slipped and we had that panic and reached back and we grabbed a branch or something to stop us falling to our death. Absolutely. That is the adrenaline shot in that split moment of total reaction in order to stay alive. Now, that's fight or flight. And we've got that when we are totally in a life and death situation. Then reaction is helpful. Now I'm going to give you some everyday examples, and they're actually non-narcissistic, to help you get an understanding of the difference that I'm talking about. So if you could imagine, whilst you're in emotional pain, tackling issues such as trying to fix something that isn't functioning, or getting another person to understand what you would really like for them, or using shopping or getting drunk to try to fix what is really going on inside you with your emotions. And you may have observed in your life, if you're trying to fix something on your computer or something in your house or change a washer or something, whilst in total frustration, the solution doesn't come. Yet when you walk away and you come back in a better emotional state, the answer and the way comes to you. Or let's say, for example, with your computer issue, you come back in a better space, you let go of the anguish and the frustration, and then all of a sudden this person just pops into your head, a friend or a family member, and you think, oh, they'll know how to do it. So the solution just comes to you have you noticed that when you are emotionally charged and you're annoyed with somebody and you present your case to them while you're in that sort of energy they're either going to combat you or they're going to avoid you yet when you come to them in your heart space and when you are inwardly peaceful they are receptive now, please note, I'm not talking about narcissistic people. I'm talking about non-narcissists because nothing works with narcissists. Okay. Have you noticed that when you are upset and you go shopping or you go drinking or you just put on the TV to numb yourself, 
at the time, you may feel some instant gratification and some relief, yet after a shopping spree or drinking has worn off, you feel even worse. Understand this. Imagine a boxer in a ring. Now, a boxer in a ring, he, now he's getting hit, he's experiencing pain, he's experiencing fear. Now, he has got to be able to stay centered, calm, and in his body to be able to respond in a way to win a fight. If he gets out of center, if he loses his call, if he goes into fear or rage or injustice over something the referee just did, when he comes out of center, that's when he stops being powerful and he starts to become powerless. And that is actually when he's at risk of getting knocked out. I remember my son. I remember years ago, and he was a wonderful 10-pin bowler. Now, I used to observe this, and it used to absolutely run to this formula. If he, start, if he started getting behind or missing a couple of spares, and he got frustrated and he got stressed, his game fell to pieces. Now, I remember when he was younger and he didn't take any of this on. And he was like, oh, it's got nothing to do with it, mum, etc., etc." And as he got older, he learned. He really uh, experienced the knowing that as soon as he got into emotional disarray, he started to become powerless. Now, for anybody out there who knows kinesiology or has ever experienced muscle testing, the truth of the matter is as soon as your emotions start going south, Anything that you want to create that you make a statement on, I am statement or I can or I will, and you hold your arm out straight and hard, as soon as pressure is applied to it, your arm will collapse, which actually says that your body cue, your resonance, your ability to create that in your life is powerless. If you are in an emotional center and you are not experiencing emotional disarray, you have the ability for your arm to be strong and to hold, which means you are powerful. It is a really, really simple formula. Think about this example. Let's say there's a driver and she starts to lose control of her car. Now, if she stays calm and centered, she is in the best possible state to get out of the predicament safely. If she loses her own emotional mastery and, and she's going to be thrown into reaction, and she is likely to steer straight into the tree that she's panicked about hitting. So the thing is, when we start looking at energy, at energy and deeper solutions to life, there are absolutely people that don't believe it. Now, it was interesting. I was working with one of my clients this week, and she said, now she's been on this massive uh, energy and emotional mastery journey, and her life has changed beyond description, as it always does. And she said, I'm really opening up to other people and I'm talking about energy now. And she said, you know, I get some blank looks and some blank things. And she said, I'm so passionate about the message because I, I want everybody to experience what I'm experiencing. She said, I give them examples. Say, for example, that if you were to walk up to an animal like a dog or a horse, and you may do nothing different, but if you're in fear, that animal senses it. It knows the energy. We have all had the experience of walking into a room. Nobody even has to look at it. They could be at the sink or at the fridge and you could cut the air with a knife 
you know, you feel that there's been an argument there. I don't believe that there is any human being on this planet that has not had an experience of energy that does not need five sensory proof to it. Energy exists. We're energetic beings. And until we understand that our emotions are our most powerful energetic statement, now your emotion doesn't have to be expressed to the outer world for it to be a powerful energetic statement. Going on within you is where it needs is is all it needs to be. All it needs to be. Now what emotion is is emotion. Energy in motion. Your emotions are the most powerful, most fundamental part of yourself. So the truth is that everything in your life that is not an instant primeval life and death decision, like falling off the cliff and grabbing a branch, everything can only be worked to a positive solution if you have emotional mastery. If you don't, you cannot work it to a positive outcome. Now, when I'm using the example of narcissistic abuse, narcissistic abuse is powerfully showing you this. Powerfully. And arguably or not arguably for people that have been through it. It really is the ultimate experience of emotional pain. It truly is. And I have heard from people so many times, don't tell me to get control of my emotions. How can I when I'm being this abused? Or they'll say to me, how can I start to feel better and get my emotions under control when my children are being hurt like this? Or they say to me, how can I not be devastated with he, when he ran off with my best friend and my children stay with them now in their new house? Please, I'll go back to that statement. I understand how painful that is. I understand how normal it is to live in reaction. And I'll go back to my observation, which I get to see day in, day out, because this is my full-time mission profession, what I do, is that if you are going to stay in reaction before you get different outcomes, you are not going to get the outcome you seek it's impossible it's not going to happen for you and I know that when people don't believe that they can create emotional mastery and calm and centeredness despite what is happening to them and they don't want to make every effort possible to heal their emotional self first before things change and the truth is they're actually not going to change unless you do I know that when people present in those old human beliefs, there is nothing I can do for them to help them. Nothing. And the reason why I can't and I don't and I can't is because, please know this, I'm not interested in the contemporary recovery model of really anything in our life. I'm really not interested in trying to chip through it the slow and the hard way through our heads and doing years and years and years of minimal recovery, I'm not interested in that because my mission, my purpose is to really get to the truth, 
is to really, really work at a level where it really is going on and where it's really going to happen. And I would really be selling out my heart, my soul and my truth to have a look at contemporary models when I know they don't work. So the real solutions that I want to look at and that I live by, and I know how my life doesn't work when I don't live by them, there's a distinct difference. It's like two universes. And that's why I believe this stuff as much as I take my next breath. So my mission really is to say no to unnecessary suffering and in regard to narcissistic abuse is to heal help heal as much as I can this worldwide devastation as authentically as I can so the truth is in relation to anything in our life and specifically narcissistic abuse recovery no amount of information about narcissists, no practical knowledge and no tactics are going to stop the pain happening in a contemporary way. And I'll use myself as an example. In my own recovery process, it didn't matter how much I knew about narcissism. It didn't matter how much I tried to combat legally and with police. And my experience was, there are plenty of horrific experiences. My experience was horrific. And it didn't matter how much I learned about practical tactics to get on with my life, the horrific pain ensued. And it was not letting up in my life experience. And absolutely, while I was in this incredible pain and stress and torment, Nothing was getting better in my outer life. And it was in fact getting worse despite all the head knowledge and all the assistance and all the practical strategies I was getting, nothing was improving. And the reason was I did not understand while I was in that place that I could create myself as feeling better until something on the outside changed. I didn't get it and it didn't change. So when we can understand there is a way how to turn it all around and unless we've accepted or experienced or started putting into practice to get the real life results, I totally empathize that you may not understand this or you haven't consciously experienced this even though it's going on in your life every single moment of your life you haven't realized and what you may not have realized is that you are a powerful emotional creator and what I mean by that is that when you learn how to get your emotional mastery you are going to see that your whole life responds to your emotions you create you are a powerful incredible creator and I don't care how powerless you feel right now the reason you are feeling so powerless is because you don't understand this yet and your whole life depends on it especially if you've had experiences of horrific pain and your life not being the way you want it to be and you want it to change you need to realize this so how it all turns around and how it all turned around for me powerfully it did 
finally, point blank, after living my life all the ways that weren't working by being totally in reaction, combating everything in reaction and trying to get results. And I kept hitting brick wall after brick wall after brick wall until I literally nearly died. And from that point in my life, if I was going to get up and keep playing that old game, I was dead. There was nowhere to go apart from do the shift to where I needed to be or exit the planet. Fortunately, I took the right choice. And the choice that I took was the ultimate responsibility for changing my life. And it was if I change my emotions before waiting for outcomes, then positive outcomes are going to occur. And they did. They did more powerfully and more incredibly than I could have ever imagined in my wildest dreams against all odds. Because back then, in my narcissistic abuse experience, honestly, it looked hopeless. It looked like there was no way out. There was no way to recover, no way to create my life, and no way to escape. That's how it looked. And while I was combating everything in reaction, those situations in my life just got worse and worse and worse. So for those of you that know my work and my writings intimately, you know I take this to a deeper metaphysical approach as per what happened in my life. And you understand that I work with the base notes of life, such as energetic law, law of attraction, emotion, energy in motion, and you will understand that I don't anymore accept a simplified surface view of life. And the reason I don't is because, quite frankly, in my life and many other people's lives where I've hit, seen hit the crescendo of pain, it doesn't work. And it actually, the, the surface view of being in reaction and working with the outside world doesn't simplify life at all. It actually complicates life because it pulls us out of the sim simple formula that runs our life either unconsciously or consciously. And this formula is I have the power to create my life deliberately as per my emotional state. And when we are unconscious, we're unaware that this is the case. And I lived 39 years of my life like that. If we are conscious, we are aware of this formula of life and we strive to be this formula of life because we know it works. So this formula, when we are conscious about it and we start to observe our life factually from this information, we see the real life evidence of how it does shape our life and it actually starts becoming like a miracle. We go, oh my goodness, look at that result I just got from that because of the emotional state I was in in relation to this topic. And we actually start to understand that that outer miracle is actually us becoming the inner miracle. This is what taking our power back is all about. And this evidence allows us to understand that we are not 
powerless human beings being controlled by outside influences. So I can assure you with all of my heart, no matter how bad your situation is, no matter how much emotional anguish you are suffering, and no matter how long this has been taking place for in your life, you can start to turn it all around immediately if you can accept that this information that I'm telling you in regard to your emotional mastery creates your realities. If you accept that is real and you focus on that and creating that, you're going to turn your whole life around beyond description, like I did, like so many other people have. Now, for those of you, if you are struggling to move past five sensory facts, this information is going to be hard for you to accept. And because of that, it is going to block you from your inner journey of self-mastery. And I do know how hard it is. And I know how terrifying it feels initially to let go of operating in reaction, to take personal responsibility and work hard at healing and getting mastery of your emotional state. That is terrifying at the beginning. The very thought of it is terrifying because we are so used to trying to control our outcomes in life through reaction. Even though it doesn't work, we're still stuck in believing it can. So, and it's one of the uh, lovely ladies who's actually working through her emotional mastery and doing wonderful things. She actually said on the NARC Facebook page in talking to another lady about letting go, she said, that when she initially let go of trying to control things to work on herself and knew she had to let go, she felt like a woman standing naked on a train line and the train is approaching. Now, I really concur with that. Absolutely. So the truth is we've got a choice. We can keep living life in emotional pain and reaction and not getting the outcomes we want and stay in the pain. Or we can let go of, of trying to be in reaction, believing reaction is going to work. We can completely let that go, come inside and start doing the emotional mastery work. That's it. That's our choices. Now, what is great is when people do the emotional mastery work, I have, and I promise you this, I have seen within weeks the shortest amount of time than you could even imagine from where you might be now in your anguish and pain. The relief, the empowerment, the trusting themselves, the changes in the outer world can be virtually like flicking a switch. When they're serious about it, when they know they need to do it, and when they do it. The changes are so fast. And this is why changing our life or healing our life or getting out of pain is not a timeline, it's a state of being. There is no such thing as recovery is meant to take this long. Your recovery will happen when you come home to the truth. That's when it starts happening and it starts happening faster than you could ever imagine. And contemporary solutions, therapies, head therapies, all of that other stuff that doesn't understand this simple formula to life will not accept that. 
but it is proven time and time and time again. And if you've read certain posts on my blog comments and you've also read, you know, about my story, if you've read um, and viewed people on uh, the NARC Recovery page in Facebook, you'll see it for yourself. There's people within weeks that are like, oh my gosh, you know, it's amazing. And it is amazing because this is how we are meant to live. So the reality is, is that if we are going to recover, if we want to have an authentic life and we want to actually be a conscious creator, which means I understand that my emotional mastery, my emotion on a topic needs to be a certain way for it to occur in my life. I'm creating it. It's coming off me. If we don't accept that, if we do accept that, the only choice we have is to let go and then as soon as possible, because of course everything in us is going to want to hook back in a reaction because it thinks that's what is keeping us safe and getting an outcome when it is actually creating the exact opposite. So as soon as possible, after letting go of that old way of living and doing a 180 turn degree, we have to commit to working on our emotional self. Now, I certainly did not understand this at the start, and it took me a long time to have that epiphany to actually apply it to my recovery. And once I did understand and once I made my emotional healing and mastery my greatest mission, I was shocked and amazed at how fast I did recover. So I really love it when people come through to me on emails or they do personal sessions with me or they start the NARC program and then they send me an email. You know, I've just started this because I realize this. You know, when, when I hear people say, I get it, I get it 100%, I know I need to heal myself, show me how to do that or give me what I can to do that. I love that. Because I know, and I watch these people, and I experience these people daily, I know how quickly they're coming home and turning their whole life around. And I know I can help these people. It's the ones that struggle to accept these energetic, emotional facts of life that are really, really hard to help. And these people who do take full responsibility, the shifts and the changes, when they start experiencing them, they didn't believe it was possible how good they can feel how quickly. So in regard to narcissistic abuse recovery, without exception, everyone I've ever worked with who is willing to take their life experience to this deeper true level, who is willing to embrace emotional mastery as the creator of their life, starts experiencing the following. Number one, the understanding that they do have the power to heal their own pain and start experiencing feelings of relief, clarity and empowerment. Number two, they have the experience with the narcissist where it changes to one of profound detachment from the narcissist and of seeing, feeling and understanding that the narcissist no longer has power over them. Number three, the intense pulls to the narcissist fall away as well as the attraction to what he or she offered as the dream partner. Number four, dealings with the narcissist such as custody, 
property settlement, etc., that was fraught with loss, pain and fear for themselves or their children, start shifting towards the newly self-empowered individual's favour. Things, life responds to your emotional vibration and from no way appears every way for life to honour to be a match to where you are at emotionally. It is profound. And I see this miracle every day and I lived it myself. Okay, the pattern of experiencing narcissistic individuals stops because when you've changed your emotional state and your emotional frequency, which means that you've actually healed your inner identity patterns that have attached you to abuse, when all of that changes, you are no longer a match to narcissistic individuals full stop. They're not your reality anymore. Number six, all areas of life where abuse, boundary function and honoring oneself with a struggle improves dramatically. And seven, the ability to create a great and narcissistic free life opens up and begins. And that's what happens. But this absolutely takes point blank accepting and embracing the fact that if you wait for circumstances to change before changing and creating your own emotional mastery, you are powerless to life instead of being powerful and creating your life. And the truth is I know anybody can do this shift. I know that they can get it and I know that they can start becoming powerful instead of powerless because I came back from the dead truly. And the circumstances in my outer life seemed so hopeless, so helpless and so shattered to pieces that it seemed like there was no way out. And as soon as I shifted this whole perspective everything in life started dropping into place to be a match to my emotional frequency. And that is actually how your life has been created, point blank. Okay, so what this is about, this shift and this new you is absolutely calling for no less than a death rebirth experience. And the death experience is the death of the old ways. It is that feeling of, oh my goodness, how am I going to survive? How am I going to cope? I'm going to let go of my urge to be in reaction, working off my emotional triggers and pain, trying to get results. It's about, it's the death of that, literally. It is about, okay, I accept that no longer works for me. I am not getting results. I'm not getting well. The pain is not going. It's not working. I'm going to let it go. And I'm going to stop doing that and I'm going to come back to heal my emotional pain on this topic that is throttling me. Because I understand and maybe I need to experience, I haven't lived the results yet, but I'm willing to accept that what, is, what I'm doing is not working for me. And what have I got to lose? And what happens is I think when we look at our whole life and we can look at so many examples of when we're out of emotional center, how life just keeps beating us up. We are that boxer in that ring getting knocked out each and every time. If you dissect your life and you have a look at so many things in your life that don't work 
I'll give you another really, really simple example. When you really want something in your life and you're like trying to make it happen and you're thinking about it and thinking about it and then you might get distracted for a few hours. Let's say you're waiting for this really important phone call and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting on this business deal or news and then you know you forget about it and you walk away and then all of a sudden it comes. Because when your stress is involved in there, you are not an energetic match for your outcome. You're actually blocking it, stopping it happen. Your desire cannot manifest into the desired reality. And it's when we let go of trying to control life at that level and we work at it from a different level, which is I have got the power to feel centered, calm, know my outcome and be at peace and in my own power regardless of what's going on out there. When you can hit that point and you do the work to get to that point, you are going to start seeing miracles happening in your life. And you will understand you are life. How life responds to you in your experience is you. You're a powerful creator. So that's the death, letting go of the old human surface way of operating and your rebirth experience is coming home into your true power. And it is that profound because it's not only going to clean up the things in your life that are hurting you now, it's going to change your entire life experience beyond description. It's going to take all the sting, the pain, the fear, the unknown. You're going to be at one with yourself and at one with life. And that is priceless. And it's it's so, I say to people all the time, to go back to my old way of living, you could not give me five resort islands for me to go back to the way I used to live. There is no amount of money. There is no amount of stuff. There is no amount of anything that could replace this feeling of being able to live life with emotional mastery authentically. And I can't stress that enough. So all you really have to do is after listening to this show is really think about it, feel into it, have a look and be really honest with yourself about what does work in your life, what doesn't work in your life. Know your biggest mission and your goal in everything in your life. Step number one is to get your emotional mastery because you can't make anything happen as an outcome, unless you do, it's impossible. You've been trying to put a cart in front of a horse and it just doesn't work. So that's it. So, you know, my final statement to this really is where do we want to be? Who do we want to be if we really want to create a great life? So I hope you've enjoyed the show and I hope it's really simplified it for you and that is it for me and lots of love and I'll be on air next week. Okay, bye-bye everybody.